fuck are we doing here? Catching me off guard with a start. We were just fucking around about catapults, and now we're recording. Yes. yes. That's what I wanted. That's what I wanted. Okay. So uh, we decided that we are going to uh, – we, we, Rob, you explain what we're doing. What, the, what are we doing? And you're going to catch me in the middle of drinking now. Okay, great. Yeah. Um, we are trying to figure out if this podcast is going to be a guest-based podcast or if it's going to be me and you. And since so far we've received a lot of good feedback about not us, we've decided to bring <laughs> not us back in. Yes. <laughs> Who is the not uses that we have today? We've decided to bring in is a new guest every other week that will decide the topic. And our guest this week has picked a topic that I am uh, woefully unprepared for. Ignor- <laughs> I was going to say lacking in knowledge. <laughs> I am as prepared for this topic as Donald Trump is prepared to be president of the United States. <laughs> Harsh. And to uh, to counter my complete and lack of my complete ignorance. On the topic, I have decided to replace myself with a recurring guest, uh, winner of the ninth grade science Olympiads in the category of food sciences, Catherine Rowe. (laughs) Hello, Catherine. Hello, everybody. (laughs) I will introduce our brand new guest. No one knows... Uh, no one knows who she is yet because I've never spoken. Oh wait, I have spoken about you by name. I try to leave people's names out, but I purposefully spoke about Haley Peters by name. She is the winner of the third grade science fair. Give it up for Haley. (laughs) (laughs) Haley, can you, can you introduce yourself better than I just did, please? Sure. I'm Haley. Hi. Hi. Everybody, all listeners of your so popular podcast. But yeah, <laughs> I don't know. There are literally fives of them. Woo! Five, fives. Does that include me? Yes. Yes. <laughs> By bringing you on, I'm guessing we're going to have one less listener next week, which we'll actually be able to tell in the analytics. <laughs> yes. Now, I want to bring back an old topic that we've talked about in the past. Which is people with names that can be spelled multiple ways. Oh. I I was I was so um, upset that you did not mention me when you were talking about this earlier. But oh. go ahead. Uh, yeah, yeah okay. you have an unconventional way of spelling the name Haley. I have like the second most common way of spelling it, though. Right? Is, is it? it but like is it like yours is five percent and then the other one is like ninety percent? No, it's more. I mean, I feel like it's more like. I don't know, 60-40. Oh, we can Wolfram Alpha this. You guys continue the conversation while I get the stats. Great. Looking forward to editing out typing noises again. Yeah, sorry. <laughs> I'll, I'll mute. I think that, like, your name being spelled like hay is for horses and then Lee is the way that it should be spelled. Because, like, if you're trying to teach a child how to spell the name, it's like this other thing that you already know and it's pronounced the same way. Followed by this oh. other thing that you already know, and it's pronounced the same way. I completely agree, and I just want to side note, say that hay is for horses is one of my least favorite phrases. <laughs> <laughs> because Why? it was told to me. Oh, it really? was used as like a, a jab in the playground. Like, really? hay is for horses. <laughs> and I was like... God, your friends are dicks. They were. I was offended. I hated wow. it so much. Which elementary schools? Kids aren't dicks, though. Well, that's true. That is true. I probably was as well, but... 
Yeah. But anyway, yeah, I I get really upset when people pronounce my name incorrectly. Like they'll say Haley, and I'm like, well, what? that is H A I L E Y and not H A Y L E Y. You know what I mean? How do you feel about the nickname Hale? Hate it. I hate it. <laughs> We also found out earlier that you do not want the nickname The Magnificent Hey Hey. I do not. <laughs> Only my sister is allowed to call me Hey Hey. And she Does she really? really? Yeah, she thinks it's really oh. funny because she can say, Hey, 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 and then she laughs. And that's, oh, the, only, wow. that's the only person that can do that. <laughs> Most Christophers go by Chris, but there's a very select few that go by Topher. Yep. Oh, And so yes. your similar would be to go by Lee. And that way people can walk up to you and be like, hey, Lee. Yeah, and oh. I'd be like, ha ha, you're so funny. So I wait, am pretty funny. I need to back up a little bit. I feel like we, we just established that there is a different pronunciation for H-A-I and H-A-Y. Can That's you correct. please pronounce H-A-I Haley for me? H-A-I. Haley. Okay, now can you pronounce H-A-Y Haley for me? Haley. Oh, okay. So you got a little bit more. <laughs> Do you hear it? Oh. I feel like if you're talking about phonetics, sure. But that's not the way that any H-A-I Haley pronounces their name. I swear to God, yes, it is. Like, and, and really? H-A-L-E-Y. Some people are like, yeah, Haley. Like, it's, a, it's, a, it's an accent thing. Interesting. Yeah. Okay. I am fascinated. I have a friend. Maybe did I talk about my friend the last time? Uh, Leslie is her name, uh-huh. but she doesn't. She spells it with oh. an e y at the end instead of i e, and so it's not Leslie. It's Leslie, oh. is what she thinks the s is pronounced differently because of the e y at the end. Yeah, it's, so it's more of a Leslie rather than Leslie. How does um, that make sense? I don't know, but I honored her wishes and called her Leslie. I mean, as yeah. I, often as I could remember to right. do it properly. Uh-huh. <laughs> I, I get that. That That's also a kind of different nuance, like just like Haley versus Haley. But, uh, yeah. but but the S for because it ends in EY, that's what I don't understand. Yeah, I don't know. That I'm doesn't make sure. any sense whatsoever. <laughs> I will tell her. Great. Actually, she's probably an avid listener, I'm sure. She's She's writing in right now. Yeah, she, yeah. <laughs> yeah, I mean, she's angry that you just said that you gave in, not that you were just like, okay, that's your name, that's the way I'm going to say it. <laughs> so, Katie is also spelled slightly, I, I feel like the most common is the C. How do you feel about that, Katie? Do you think the so, C or the K is most common? Um, You know, I think the K is more common. I feel like I've seen more Ks, but my honestly, my biggest pet peeve, now that I live in Texas is um, people spelling my name with a Y, K-A-T-Y, which is not how I spell my name. There's a suburb of Houston spelled K-A-T-Y, so everyone just assumes that's the way you do it. How do you spell your name, Katie? So I spell my name K-A-T-I-E. The the regular Um, way. The regular way. Yep. Good, good, good. (laughs) But now that I'm down here, you know, whenever I go to Starbucks, I'm like, yeah, my name's Katie. And they're like, okay, why? It's like, "Mm, no, no. I would not think that for the... No, <laughs> I I agree. I agree. I would. I typically would start out with an I E. I th- yeah. I feel like though the K is gaining prominence over the C, but I could be wrong. Actually, I think as a language we have to decide to get rid of either K oh. or C 
And we have to also get rid of J or G. We don't need, we don't need, like, we can need, choose two. Wow, Language, Rob, choose are you two. Gonna, wow, okay, that sounds harsh, though. Hey, if Gambrell is spelled J-A-M-B-R-E-L-L, I'm fine. <laughs> but then that's like Jambrell. <laughs> that's actually a pretty cool name, I'm going with it. <laughs> we'll just change it, all right. <laughs> Rob Jambrell. That'd be good, I like it. I like it. Let's go for it. Right? That's it. From now on, it's Rob Jambrell. Rob. <laughs> also, C or S. Do we need both of those, too? C. Oh, like they okay. All make such, we like, get rid of C completely. Every time the C makes a C noise, you put a K there. And every time a C makes an S noise, you put an S there, oh. and C's gone. Oh, you just want the, the K to be the hard C sound. But what about the, the C sound in, like, chips? That's not K or S. Oh, she got you, Rob. You're that's, dead. That's not C either. That's C-H. Right, so we need a C K-H. or C-H. No. K-H is just as good. K- K-H. K-H. Kips. <laughs> the no H is equally silent right. in both ways. Amazing. All right, I feel like we should move on, but I want Haley to know. Haley, not yeah. Haley. Thank you, yeah. Haley. Jesus, I am. I feel like I've probably fucked that up. All the way up until this very moment. Sometimes, sometimes, yeah. I'm sure I have. And you've noticed and you'd be like, one day I'm going to kill him. One day. <laughs> For uh, other reasons, So, though. one in 448 people per year are named Haley with an I. Is this of this, uh, this year? Or? No, no, no. Yeah, per year now. Okay. Um, 2016 births. All right. And one in 3,690 people are named Haley with a Y. Um, and so that comes out to 11% Haley and 89% Haley. Am Great. I doing, am I doing, I just wanted everyone to know. <laughs> do, you, do you feel particularly proud of the Y spelling? Uh, I would. I like it. Yeah. It's, then the only way to, to fix this is that you just have to pump out enough children and regardless of their gender, name them Haley with a Y. <laughs> And then you will skew the statistics. That is true. I'll keep that in mind. You gotta Actually, put the Duggars out of business. Wait, <laughs> the Duggars. What if? What if we just we could all have a, a pact where we all name our children Haley? <laughs> <laughs> um. How do you feel about that, Haley? I hate I feel, it. Okay. I feel George Foreman it. about it. I. <laughs> I don't even know what that means, Rob. Really, you don't? No, nope. I, I don't get it either. George Foreman named all of his Girl. kids George Foreman. Oh, he did? Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Oh. What an idiot. I didn't know that. Well, he got punched in the head a lot of times, so <laughs> we did. need to give him a little bit of cred. That's true. The woman who true. let him get away with that, though, that's who we need to be talking about. He was like, can we name oh. the fourth one George as well? And then she should have been like, George, You're no. done. Calm, You're done. No. No. <laughs> Okay, so Haley is our special guest today, and Katie is the stand-in for Rob since Rob is, quote, woefully unprepared for, end quote, the subject that Haley has chosen. Did you just quote yourself? I did. (laughs) (laughs) Wow. (laughs) Epitome of egoism. Don't forget to cite your sources. Yeah. Quote Aaron Roney. Uh, So, Haley, what is our topic for, for this episode? Okay, so first, 
my first instinct was to was to go completely against type and go with musicals. <sighs> but then I decided to kind of expand it a little more because I was worried about Rob because he had said that he didn't really know a lot about musicals. So I tried to expand it to Lame. all live theater performances, including like ballet and opera and like circus and magic shows and whatever oh like like so, even those like static shows where there's like people with candles in their buttholes did those count is it, what are you watching is, is, I, I, is this at some art I, exhibition that i do not know about yeah i saw or I saw, a porn <laughs> website no 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 or Wait, no <laughs> I was no, I I was on Reddit and someone was like, "What the hell is this art?" And it's so literally people, people with their buttholes facing up with candles in them. Like that is the art. Well, were they like, lit? If you went to they go see lit. it in person, then yes, that is that would be included. That but counts. if you just saw oh. it on the internet on your computer, then no, it doesn't count. Okay, I'm not sure if that would smell awesome or terrible. <laughs> Both. I guess it depends kind of, on what kind of wax they're using. Yeah. So, so I get interrupted walking down the street all the time or people just stop me and ask, aren't you the podcast guy? And I'm like, yeah. And then they ask me, <laughs> what qualifies you to talk about these topics the way you do? And so I ask you guys, what qualifies us today to talk about musicals? I know personally, I've seen exactly two and I saw a Cirque du Soleil show once so sorry I am... say that again say say that again Haley's about to fuck your shit up you saw i'm not gonna say it again you saw you what show you can't make me say it again <laughs> now that i know that i said it wrong i'm not going to say it again i just want to hear you say it again because it was so cute <laughs> it's like when you say epitome and you're like oh that's cute uh, shut up or paradigm paradigm uh, <laughs> what is paradigm 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 oh. because i had only seen it written yeah and I, that's how i pronounced it in my head until i heard it out loud yeah. hermione equals jenny same jenny, thing yes. i, I know i remember <laughs> yes absolutely um it's cir- it's it's circus of the sun and so it's cirque du soleil ah. cirque circus. is that french yes it is obviously it's french they've got like 15 letters they don't need uh. <laughs> It's so, just the Q-U-E that makes the K sound. So Cirque de Soleil. So it's three words. Very simple. Yeah. There yeah, you go. So you got duh is of. Of, yes. And you've distracted us again. What are our qualifications to talk about musicals? Well, first of all, <laughs> let's say Haley has a qualification to talk about French because she is a French master. I'm a m- major. <laughs> Different. Oh, damn. Was your okay. major a master's degree? No, it was not. It so almost, you're a bachelor in it French. It almost was, but yeah, I'm a bachelor in French, yes. <laughs> Close there. enough. There we go, yeah. And that's also like a while ago, so it's not like yeah. I'm super fluent How do anymore. you feel about croissant? I, I am dying inside. <laughs> what, what is the actual pronunciation? Croissant. Oh, Jesus. I like, I like croissant because I'm an idiot. No, he didn't even say croissant. He was like, croissant. Like, 
Okay, so let's go. Let's go in order of most qualified to least qualified, and Katie and I can duke it out for second best. But I'm thinking she'll be second best. Okay. So Haley, what are your musical and theater qualifications? Okay, so I've been doing. I've been performing in musical theater since uh, 2005, and I did summer musicals. I did. Um, I've done plays, I've done children's shows, I've done Six Flags stuff. Uh, I mean, uh, yeah. And so now I do it basically as like my second job up here in Seattle. So I audition all the time and I perform and as much as I can. Awesome. Yeah. How about we go through everyone to make fun of Rob and then I'll ask you all the questions that I have. Great. By the way, I am literally giddy inside. I love talking about musicals, but I'm going to let Katie go next. Okay, so uh, my experience is not on the stage, but behind the stage. Oh. Um, I was a techie, mostly stage manager um, oh, awesome. all the way through high school. Um, I started in sixth grade was my first show. I would do the spotlight nice. um, all the way through high nice. school. So Is that hard? Um, the spotlight or yeah. being a techie? <laughs> well, both, I guess, but specifically the spotlight. Yeah, you know, it's harder than you would imagine because that thing is really heavy. Yeah, I bet. Uh, and that's... it gets really hot, too. Um, yeah. But it was fun. That was my first experience. Cool. Now, okay, wait. I keep on having the urge to answer, like, ask questions, but we'll do that in a second. Um, okay, so I'm Aaron. I have never been on any stage. Yes, you have. Per- you've you've done ballet. Oh yeah, that's true. <laughs> Sorry, I was thinking purely musicals because I'm so excited to talk about musicals. That is okay. true. I fun fact about Aaron: I used to do ballet in high school, and second fun fact: it's the coolest fucking thing ever. <laughs> Third fun fact: um, if you have non shitty friends, they don't make fun of you. Um, <laughs> So you had shitty friends. No, no. You didn't make fun of me, did you? Maybe you did. Did you make fun of me behind my back, Rob? I don't know. I made fun of a lot of people. It's kind of my thing. So, yeah, that's true. I was in the Nutcracker. And honestly, if if I am being honest with myself, that is one of the things that did start my love for musicals. Because when I was a sophomore, uh, the very first ballet I ever did was to All I Ask of You from Phantom of the Opera. And I loved it. I still love that song. It's still one of my favorite songs. But uh, that's what got me into. So my qualifications beyond that is I have seen, I think, almost everything that Haley's been in since I've known her. Unless she didn't invite me to something. (laughs) Or if it was in Texas and I couldn't get to Texas. Um, And I also am like literally one of those people who will listen to an entire soundtrack of a musical straight just for fun. That includes Les Mis, Miss Saigon, Fan of the Opera, funny ones like Book of Mormon or Avenue Q. Um, fan, uh, I already said Phantom. Anyway, I love musicals. Um, so, Rob, what are your qualifications? And sixth grade, I yes. saw A Little Shop of Horrors. Oh. And I didn't fall asleep in it. And then... Was it this year or last year that we saw Book of Mormon? In January this year. January this year we saw Book of Mormon. I also that, made you watch Chicago once. We watched Chicago, but I don't. that's not live performing arts. That doesn't qualify. Oh, yeah, today. that was on Netflix. Sorry, oh. never mind. I've seen Blue Man Group. It's the, it's the movie, right? The Chicago. Yeah, it was the movie. Yeah, but yeah. that's, yeah. Okay, okay, I get it. It's Maybe halfway good. counts. 
Yeah. Um, I've also seen multiple musical episodes. Like, I saw the musical episode of Scrubs. Does that count? <laughs> no. Why it does not? not. <laughs> oh. <laughs> that uh, has never been performed live. That's true. Yeah. Are you sure? Mm, okay, yes. no, I guess I can't Ooh. say 100%. <laughs> yeah, good question. Okay, so, Haley, let's. I have a few questions for you. What is one your favorite musical? Are you going to continue? I am going to continue. Okay. (laughs) Two, what is your favorite character in a musical? Mm -hmm. I guess you could go with ballet as well. But let's be honest. Musicals are better. Okay. Uh, I mean, I I can get into Swan Lake, but I can't really empathize. Like, the singing is what really gets me. And then three, what is your favorite part that you've ever played? And don't get the question wrong, because I know the answer. (laughs) <laughs> okay well um are you gonna also answer these questions i think is everybody we'll gonna answer an- them. okay great. yeah okay so my my favorite musical um is is fantastic uh i i wonder if you can guess it it's it's about it's about life it's about it's about death and rent rebirth no Damn uh, it. you got rivalry you got action you got some kidnapping you have cats magic and you have redemption and betrayal yes it's cats the musical (laughs) so why didn't you guess that i've never seen cats actually oh okay so just to say before you continue how i knew is because you said rebirth and that's a pretty big theme in cats and i could not think of any other musicals where that's like a big theme Oh, nice. So yeah. why is Cats your favorite musical? Because of all those things, but also, like, what else? Um, I, I just, it's, it's mainly a dance show. It's a dance-heavy show, and I always like seeing dance-heavy shows because the things that Broadway dancers can do on stage is just amazing. Awesome. Yeah, um, <laughs> and the costumes are fantastic. They look like cats on the stage and i am i am a person i'm a dog person okay i Ah, i am kind of allergic to cats so (laughs) i am not a cat person so the fact that i like this musical is is surprising honestly but um it's just so it's so weird it's such a strange show did you know that act one is called when the cats are maddened by the midnight dance I did not know that. <laughs> and act two is called, Why Will the Summer Day Delay? When Will Time Flow Away? <laughs> now, along that... the same theme is what is your favorite musical? If you got to play one character in any musical, which one character would you want to play? Hmm. Well, that's another, yeah, that's another that question That was kind entirely. of my second question of like, who's your favorite character in a musical? But real quick on Cats for our listeners. I don't know where you can find it, but there is a videotaping of a live stage production. It's 1998. It was direct to video. It yeah. is amazing. It and is amazing. I, I think well it's, worth it. Yeah, it, it's got to be on some kind of streaming service. I mean, Amazon at least. And unless I'm mistaken, one of the most famous musical actresses of all time, Betty Buckley, plays the lead role or one of the lead roles. It's actually in- Elaine Page. Is it Elaine Page? Yeah, it's not Betty Buckley. Who took it? Which one did it first? Betty Buckley. Betty Buckley did it first. Okay. Yeah. She Elaine did it Page. on the West End. Yeah. Okay. Elaine Page is also one of the most famous. They're literally the actresses. two. Yes. Exactly. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And yeah. 
Uh, she sings a song called Memory in it, and I literally cannot get through that song without tearing up, and I don't even know what it's about. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So go find it and watch it. You can find a video recording of the stage production, and it is fantastic. Yes, it really is. Yeah. And, you know, it's, it's did you know this is the fourth, lo- the fourth longest running show on Broadway? I knew it was up there. I did not know it was the fourth longest. Yeah. Uh, and, uh, I mean, it won a shit ton of Tonys. Yeah. You know, best musical, best book of musical, best original score, best direction, best featured actress, best costume design, best lighting design. That's wow. a bunch of awards. For that is one a bunch of awards. And that was also Andrew Lloyd Webber? Yes, it was. Okay. I love Andrew Lloyd Webber. Um, yeah. The, the plot is thin. No, it's not. It's not. Let me rephrase. It's not your traditional plot. No, correct. Yeah, it's not traditional. You're right. I lied. It has a plot. Some people are like, what the fuck? Yeah, they're like, what is that? It doesn't have a plot. And they like don't get it. And they're like, it's just a bunch of cats like dancing on stage. And I'm like, no, it's so much more than that. But they all, yeah. They, you they should get... be expecting that it's uh, it's different than your normal plot that you would expect, like Fan of the Opera, where there's like a right. specific conflict and stuff. Well, yeah, but I mean, you there know, are conflicts. Yeah, but... Deuteronomy gets kidnapped, and you got to yeah. deal. Like, what are you going to do about McCavity? And you know, Dude, that I mean, cool names. <laughs> yeah, exactly. And you just you get to know all the cats, and like, which one's going to go to the heavy side layer? Like, which I, one's going to get <laughs> rebirthed? <laughs> And, and you got to choose and then, you know, and then the right one gets chosen and then goes to heaven. Yeah. <sighs> it's just the best. Okay. Uh, so they all have nine lives. So <laughs> you should watch it, Rob. Come back. Write a report. Isn't it also slightly based on T.S. Eliot's? Um... It is wholly based on, oh, not wholly, but like... Uh, more than slightly based on okay. T.S. Eliot's book. Um, oh, what's it called? I don't remember. The, something. something of p- cats. Something <laughs> yeah. about cats. <laughs> All right. Uh, I'm going to look it up. Here we go. Yeah. Um, <laughs> Old Possum's Book of yes. Practical Cats. Exactly. Yeah. Isn't that such a great name for a It poem? is a great name. Yeah. I don't... Yeah. I've never read it. Maybe I should. Okay. So along the same lines, what Rob said, we've got, what is your favorite character in any musical and what part would be your favorite part of all time to play? Well, okay. So those are two Separate very questions. different questions. Yeah. Um, what would be my favorite character to play? Uh, I don't... No, because there's a lot of characters that are, like, white and my age <laughs> and female. Yeah. The, the young ingenue type, though <laughs> admittedly I am aging out of that category a little okay. bit now. Um, <laughs> you can play a dude. Hey, thanks. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, like, people I've got in drag range. are totally a thing in. You're right. I've got range, yeah. I've got range. Um, you know, uh, I don't know. I have like characters that I would like to play. Okay. What are those? Um, I would like to be, uh, Eliza and my fair lady. Oh, I, okay. Yeah. I would like to be Mary Poppins. Ooh. Um, I want to be, um, 
Lois and slash Bianca in Kiss Me Kate. I have not seen let's, that. Let's go back a second. Yeah. Uh-huh. I've never seen Mary Poppins, but I was under the impression that Mary Poppins was an old lady. Is that wrong? Yes. 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 Sweet. Moving on. <laughs> <laughs> You've really never seen Julie Andrews play Mary Poppins. If it's yeah. in black and white, I don't... It's not, it's it's not, not in black and it's white. Not. What are okay. you talking Katie, about? Katie, you're going to have to remedy this situation. I am. Mary Poppins is one of my favorite movies. post You've never seen a lot of good movies, too. You can't even give me grief. Okay, but Mary Poppins... We're not talking about doesn't movies watch right that now, as a child. We're talking about Mary Poppins. <laughs> <laughs> I feel like that's a movie. It is. Okay, so well, I have is. it on VHS. We'll go buy a VHS player. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sure you can stream it somewhere. Okay, so Haley, what is your favorite character in any musical? Um, that I've played or that I just that I like. No, any any yeah, favorite character. Uh, there's so many. Uh, is um, it Simba? Simba Simba's pretty great. Simba's pretty good. I mean, I True. I like I like um I really like. Christine and Phantom of the Opera. That's a great character. Ah, um, that's Christine. Um, I also Can like I the, the Phantom. Notes? Yeah, you did. Oh yeah, good the job. Phantom is I mean, good. yeah, that's one of that's one of my other favorite musicals. It was a close tie between Cats and, and Phantom. Yeah. Um, <laughs> um, yeah, you know, like like the genie in Aladdin. Like that's a fantastic oh, yeah. character. You know. Okay. okay. Um, there's just so many. There's so many fun ones. <laughs> okay, what is your favorite that you've played? My favorite that I've played is probably, I know what you want me to say, <laughs> and so I'll go ahead and just say it, is Jolene from Dirty Rotten Scoundrels. Guys, it was one of the best things I've ever experienced in my entire life. It was so fucking good. It's, uh... it's really funny because uh, the production was good, and <laughs> no, it wasn't. <laughs> I thought it, I thought it was good. It I mean, was okay. I, I enjoyed it. Okay. And yeah. the way it worked, though, is I thought I forget the main character's name because Jolene's the only important one. Uh, <laughs> what's the other? The know? other girl. Oh, I don't know. The main. The, the main. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, it's about it's anyway. Two guys, and then there's a girl that comes in. Yeah. yeah. She was good, and then the the younger guy was really good. Um, but it's funny because Haley's character is kind of like a second act character, right? She comes in the second act, or is it the first act? Or? It's the it's the first act, and it's actually before the other female character comes in. But um, she, the the guys oh. are trying to make a lot of money fast, and so they'll oh, marry. Yeah. This guy wants to marry this really rich Oklahoman heiress, and yeah. then divorce her and get all of her money, but then she basically turns the tables on him and is like, you're gonna come and live with me in Oklahoma, and she's like, batshit crazy. Yes. So, that was And really, that's you? Yeah, that was oh, me. Yeah. Yeah. And she was so good. It I, was... s- I sang a song called Oklahoma, with a question yeah. mark, and um, <laughs> How's I it got... go? Can you sing a little? <laughs> sure. Do you remember how it goes? Yes. Yeah, I do. Down in the panhandle where we manhandle all that beef cattle in the snakes rattle in the wind whistles through the dead thistles. It's a little piece of heaven with a big, uh, you know. <laughs> oh, God, that was so good. Something, there's there's a part where I get a shotgun and I say, you can watch me blow those little fuckers' heads clean off. Yeah, that was good. <laughs> 
That's so, going to be the best bleep of this entire uh, we don't, podcast. Yeah. We don't bleep anything, Rob. <laughs> we bleep it when it's funny. Oh, okay. You got to bleep it just so it's funny. But when yeah. I say f*** right now, it's not funny. So, so the reason why I loved it, though, is because Haley has the best crazy eyes of anyone I know. She's doing them right now. <laughs> And we just recently saw her in a production of Goodnight Moon, in which she played a <laughs> she, she played the tooth fairy named Larry. It was yeah. a man tooth fairy named yeah. Larry. You he, just you said you just credit yourself for being able to play a man, and you've literally just played one. Uh, yes, I mean, yeah, I guess kinda. So. Yeah. yeah, I mean. An just, effeminate man. I prefer no. to think of him as genderless, you know? Yeah, yeah. I mean, he's just a fairy. <laughs> I, like, I yeah. don't know. He had a uh, long wizard's beard and blue hair, so... And I totally didn't expect it because Haley had, like, a bunch of different characters. She was a plate, which was amazing. Thank like, you. I was, I was the dish and the spoon. <laughs> yeah, she was a dish and a spoon. The big spoon and the little spoon. spoon. Uh, the, the only spoon. The only spoon. But yeah. I, I, was, I was quite a large dish. Yeah, quite a large dish. It encompassed my entire body. It was it was hilarious. She was a great dish. Didn't Thank speak you. as the dish, or I guess you had I some did, singing. I did speak as the dish, but, but um, I did not speak as I spoke for the spoon. You, yeah, that's what it was. The you spoon would whisper the, in my ear, and I would yeah. speak for the spoon. Yeah. <laughs> and every time she came in, her character as the dish would get more and more and more like uh, fed up with the. Goings on, yeah. Goings on, just like Jesus. Why are we still doing this? Yeah, we're trying to get and... the couch to jump over the moon, and she's not <laughs> fucking doing it. It's just <laughs> terrible. It's amazing, but I didn't expect it because Larry, the tooth fairy, is coming, and Haley pops up from behind the bed with the crazy eyes. <laughs> and, oh, I lost it. I was. It was. It was good. It's actually. It. Yeah, it's my uh, profile picture now. I think. Is it really? I think so, yeah. I, I think it might also become out. the thumbnail of a podcast. Oh, good. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. So, anyway, Jolene, I loved it. It was amazing. Thanks. Um, we should probably go into more in-depth musicals, but let's let's have Katie talk yes. about her favorites. Yeah. Katie, what is your favorite musical? Hmm. Okay, so that's a really hard question, I feel like. But I think I'm going to have to go with um, Phantom of the Opera. Yes! Because just all... I mean, I love the soundtrack in general, but it was also the very first musical I ever saw on Broadway. <gasps> so ah. it, held, it holds a special place in my heart. Um, that it would. Yeah, but I also like like to imagine in the shower that I can, you know, be Christine and say <laughs> all of that sing <laughs> sing that high whatever it is d d sharp i think oh yeah you mean something in, like that uh... yep nope never could get up there but you know, <laughs> I, I tried think of me is that that one no or... it's the, where he's like sing for me oh yeah and she's vocalizing yeah that yeah that one okay yeah that's rough i also sing in the shower it's okay i mean i think we all do yeah except for rob he just monologues to himself <laughs> I figure shit out. What do you mean? I figure shit out. Like, there's problems the world has, and in the showers where I figure it all out. Yeah, out You're loud? Like... I mean, yes, out yeah. loud. <laughs> if you don't hear it, then it doesn't exist and it goes away. But if you hear it, then you remember it. Except wow. you don't, usually. Dude, 
Man, well, yeah. you got to record all of these and send them our way. No. <laughs> no. Okay, so why, why besides, it's, you know, special place in your heart, is there a, a certain piece or theme in Phantom of the Opera that really gets you? Um, like, speaks to you. Sings to you. Sings to me. <laughs> no, I mean, I just, I love, like, there's not a single song in that musical that I don't like. Okay. I just love all the different characters and, you know, how they play off each other. And yeah, it's just, I mean, just as a whole, I just love it. Yeah. I think uh, who are the, the, the two, the theater owners? They're always funny. Fairman. Yeah, they Andre. are. Andre. <laughs> yep. Yeah. I giggle. I giggle at them. <laughs> it's two idiots. Okay. So what was your favorite um, production to tech for to be a stage manager for Les Mis by far Ooh. yeah that was my fa- so that was my senior year musical and was it just um, that because I was it was Les Mis or because of uh, like what you did no because it was Les Mis because okay. um, it was my second year being a stage manager but um, I mean I just Les Mis is probably my runner up to favorite musical um, and it was such a fun production to put on. And it was it was challenging in a high school yeah. to do all of that. Um, and so it was a really interesting experience just from the managing aspect. Yeah. And uh, that's another soundtrack that I love that, you know, I would sing to myself backstage and be like, yeah, I totally could be up, up there, you know. I, oh, yeah. But but not really. Um, Who? OK, so then this question might be part of one of these two musicals. Who is your favorite character of any musical? Yeah, so then my favorite character is Eponine. You're you're totally correct. That is the correct <laughs> answer. <laughs> yeah, I just no, I love her. And if I didn't have the worst stage fight in the world, that would be my dream to play. I would love to play Eponine. Um, nice. Who's Eponine? <laughs> she is the best character of any musical any, ever. That is the correct answer. <laughs> Who wants to describe why she's the best character of any musical ever? Katie, you go ahead. She's just such a badass. What musical is she in? In Les Mis. Okay. <laughs> yeah, in Les Mis. Um, yeah, and she's just a badass. She, like, falls in love with this guy who loves someone else, but she's like, I'm going to fight and die for him anyway. And then she dies. Yeah. And then she dies. That Which, like, sound great. honestly. That sounds horrible. So, in her lover's arms, as he while sings to her. Raining. Wow, you understand, you know, how many times that, like, during a musical rehearsal, you, you practice those scenes over and over and over again, right? But during the three days that we were actually performing that show, I still cried, like, every time she died. Oh, Aww, yeah. That's so Dude. sweet. <laughs> I, I also love Eponine. Uh, I think one of my – I think the reason why I love her so much is because – in every song that she's in, she's she's got like this counter melody, and you just don't give a shit about anyone else as soon as she comes in. Yeah. In a heart full of love, Cosette and Marius are are singing their love to each other, and she comes in. He was, was never, never mine, mine to, lose. to lose. Yeah. yeah. And I can't. I get chills every time she comes in because the counter melody is the only important part in that entire. Like I literally. 
Well, I don't mind that song, but when she comes in, that's when that song is good. Like, it's so good. It is good. And uh, One Day oh. More, her part in One Day More oh. is one of my favorites. One yes. more day all on my own. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's, oh. What does she say then? One more day with him not caring. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. That's yeah. good. Oh. What does she say right don't after Don't worry, that? Rob, I'll make you watch it. I don't know. He's giving me a look. No. I'm trying to think of the next word. Anyway. <laughs> no, no one going to bail him out and give but him the word? he never saw me there. Right? That's, yeah, that's pretty good. Yeah. 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 Oh, da, da, so da, good. Da, 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 da. <laughs> One day more. <laughs> Uh, what the, the two, one more day to, to revolution. revolution. We, we will, will nip, nip it, it in, in the, the bud. <laughs> we will. Uh, something. something like schoolboys? Yeah. Something about schoolboys, yeah. yeah. We, they will wet themselves, <laughs> wet themselves with, with blood. blood. <laughs> da 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 da. Da 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 da. Da 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 I think he would be oh, my run- runner-up. Man, his Stars song, that's just stars. Oh, so that's, good. That's, stars <laughs> in their counted. multitude. Oh, also so one of my favorites. To be counted, yes. filling the darkness. darkness. Yeah, so good. <laughs> Except and not then, not Russell Crowe. Yes, he ruined it. Let's be honest. I mean, yeah, I just, like, it doesn't ruin the movie for me, but... He's just, just like, not the best choice. We could have done better, guys. We could have yeah. done better. Which actor would you have preferred to see in that role, yourself not included? Mm. <laughs> um, anyone who played it on Broadway. <laughs> yeah, same. You uh, have Philip. to pick a Hollywood actor. Oh, like just uh, anyone who could sing. Yeah, yeah. for real. Well, may- maybe Ryan Gosling sing. Well, no, I mean, Ryan Gosling cannot sing. Is that what we found out? La La Land. Yeah, La La Land. No. Mm-mm. Oh, I've seen La La Land too. Oh, nice. No, I've seen La La Land as well. Not the second one. I haven't seen the second one. <laughs> Is there a second one? I don't know who I would be, be a good fit that's a famous Hollywood actor. Yeah, because I just don't know who can sing, you know? Yeah. Like, I know I Jake, gonna... Jake Gyllenhaal can sing, but he's too young. For sure. Yeah, he wouldn't yeah. be right now. Part. Right. He's got to be like 40. Maybe in like 10 years, but. Yeah. Uh, or 50s. Yeah, 50s. You have to be like a Tom Cruise kind of guy, but I don't think Tom Cruise can sing. Or like a Liam Neeson kind of guy. Ooh, yeah. Yeah. I imagine he can't sing. Yeah. I don't, I don't know. So did you know the the guy, this is mostly for Rob, I can almost guarantee that Haley and Katie know this, the guy who played, uh, why am I blanking on the main character's name? Jean Valjean. <laughs> Jean Valjean. In the West End and Broadway, Colm Wilkinson was the bishop in the movie. Well, why did they just have him retain his role? Because He's he was old. Old and yeah, like even even his... singing the bishop part was a little rough. I yeah. think. Yeah. You know which mid-age Hollywood actor that I know can sing? I thought of one. Neil Patrick uh, Harris. He is he is he old enough? No. Uh, I was thinking a little uh, bit older. Okay. Who do you got? Jack Black. Oh, yeah. Okay. He, he actually would... can sing. You weren't supposed to like that. Honestly, I think he would be a good Javert. But not oh, right really? now. Yeah, maybe not right now. He's still got Why like, not right now? He's too young. He's still... Yeah. He's yeah, got to be Javert, like 50. Yeah, Javert has to be like 50. 
Um, but Jack Black, I fucking love Jack Black. He can Me sing. Me too. He can. The guy's awesome. Much better than Russell Crowe. Yeah, let's be honest. Uh, Jack Black did, is 48. How much older do you want him to be? Ooh, maybe he'd be good now. Give him some mutton chops. He needs some, yeah, yeah. Grow that hair more, out. Like, and I think, I think he might be you able to You know what? Do I that. think he's a decent actor, so like he could, yeah. he could act the shit out of that. Yeah. I think so, too. Jack Black is Javert. You figured it out, right? Do it. You, you have figured it out. I was supposed to. I was trying to offend you guys. I guess I failed. Who you do did. you think, for, for the three of us who didn't see, for, who did see it, who do you think did the best job in the movie? Who did you like the best? Well, I mean, I really liked Hugh Jackman. I mean, he, he did bring okay. him home in a different way than I yeah. particularly enjoy. Um, and I don't know. He did. Uh, what's his face? Uh, Marius. What's his name? Eddie, Eddie Redmayne. Redmayne. Thank you. Yeah. He had a little yes. too much jaw tremble for me. Okay. Yeah. Jaw vibrato. <laughs> I think he'd be my pick, though. Well, I just, really? I love Eddie Redmayne. I okay. also love and everything Eddie Redmayne, he does. but he just, it was too much jaw jiggle for my taste. There, there yeah. was a lot. Took there me was out a lot. of the movie a little bit. I think my favorite was probably, I think the, the one who did the best was probably Anne Hathaway. Mm. I really she liked her. She was pretty amazing. She was I great. I thought she was great. I, personally, I'm I love the music, and so it's kind of rough to watch it because most of them acted more than they like. Except for what, Eponine, she except was. Except for Eponine, from but she Broadway. was a she's a musical actress. Yeah, exactly. She's, so I think she I did think, a fantastic job. Same. What's for her a name? Musical lover, Samantha um, something. Samantha Barks. Yeah, thank you. Yeah, she was great. But Anne Hathaway, I thought she did a really great job with the acting as well. It's just that. I still would prefer what's that the song that she sings? Um, dream to dream. Yeah, dream. Yeah, dream to dream. Uh, like I would have preferred that be a little less acty and more just sing it for me because I prefer the music. Yeah. But. Um, she still yeah. surprised me though when Anne I first Hathaway? saw it. Yeah. yeah. Same. Yeah, I was impressed. Same. Oh yeah, totally. I was very impressed. Has there I ever been a case of someone taking a musical and turning it into just a straight movie? Yes. I'm Has sure. that ever gone well? Uh, yeah. Didn't well, they do that for... taking a musical... Hairspray? They did that for Hairspray? No. Well, yeah, I think so. Yeah. They did it for Phantom, too. Oh. So, I've always felt like they kind of did that for Les Mis, even though Les Mis is a book. But it's because... The, it gained popularity, a huge acclaim and popularity as the musical, right? And there were a bunch of movie adaptations of the book. Have Okay, different question. Have any of you guys seen Hamilton? I have not seen it yet. I am seeing it in February. You have tickets? What's up? It's coming to Houston in April. <laughs> hint, hint. Okay, Rob, Did get out a thousand dollars. I'm so pissed. So actually, so none of us have seen it at this current no, moment. I've seen uh, a bootleg of it. Oh yeah. Yeah. So that Haley, I have saved. I don't want to get your hopes up, Haley, but I wouldn't be surprised if Chelsea straight up. Let you be my date. Don't play with me. 
Aaron, <laughs> don't even play. All right, I'm, I'll ask her because I don't think she has any interest. Please. Kaylee's <laughs> about to cry. She's like, do not fuck with me like this. So I have a friend. If you dangle this in front of me and then take it away, you're a monster. (laughs) When have you seen the show? Uh, So I have a friend, Shane, who I don't know why, but he loves me. And uh, he has season tickets to the Paramount, and he was allowed to buy two extra tickets. And so he said, do you want the two that I'm buying? And I said, yes, please. <laughs> so when is the show? It is in February sometime. So, and so we will have Haley back on the podcast the week after to either reprimand you <laughs> for Dude, dangling the carrot. I think at this or point. Or talk about Hamilton. I think at this point, if you have her on the show the week after she's supposedly reprimanding me, I will be dead. <laughs> And so she will have to replace me on the show. <laughs> That's also okay. That's also okay. Um, so I'll do mine real quick, and then maybe we'll go into other things. I also uh, – Les Mis is also my favorite, and Eponine is also my favorite character. Um, however, I gained my love for musicals. Rob knows this story. Rob, were you sitting next to me? I don't know. Ninth grade. Uh, so this would have been – when were we in ninth grade? Like 2003 or something? 2004. 2004. Uh, we went to New York for a band trip. Awesome. It was great. We had a great time, a lot of fun. Um, and we were allowed to see one musical. Well, we were ninth grade boys. So when we got there, we stayed up all night playing Halo. Yeah, we did. Yeah, we did. <laughs> and then we got up, and by got up, I mean took a shower and <laughs> walked around New York all day. And at 7 p.m., I went to a showing of a musical that was not any of the top three. I chose to – I wanted to see either Phantom, Little Shop of Horrors, or I can't even remember the third one. Lion King was really popular. Was it Lion King? Okay, I can't remember. I think the Uh, top three were Phantom, Lion King, and Cats. I got stuck in Little Shop of Horrors because we were freshmen at the time and had last pick. So that's the other thing. I didn't even get Little Shop of Horrors because we were freshmen at the time, which meant that we got last pick. Cats closed in 2000, so. Okay, so it must have not been cast. Yeah. Cats. Cats. Cast. Cats. (laughs) Cast. Cats. Um, So... By the grace of the musical gods and goddesses, uh, I sat down exhausted at a musical that no one has ever heard of because it had literally opened two or three months prior. And that musical was called Wicked. Shut the fuck up. (laughs) And I saw it with the original cast. Are you fucking kidding me? Literally two or three months after it opened. Oh my god. God! Yeah. What the fuck? Yes. I saw it with Christina, or sorry, Kristen Chenoweth and Idina Menzel. Ah! (laughs) Yeah. And uh, it was literally nap time, and at the end of the first act, I was on the edge of my seat, and I, that moment was when I started my love affair with musicals. 
And I have never stopped loving musicals since then because it is one of the best things I've ever seen in my entire life. Holy shit. Oh, my God. <sighs> yeah, I, you should be jealous of me. I, I know. am. Well, <laughs> when I went to New York um, around the same time, uh, we entered the Wicked Lottery to oh, sit okay. in the front row for you could buy two tickets for, I think, $25 each. Whoa. And so me and my mom were there and we entered into the lottery and my name was literally the first one called. And so we got to see what? Wicked on the front row. I could see like spit flying from their mouths. What? Yeah. And this wow. was, and the um, Nessa Rose was still the original and uh-huh. uh, Madame Morrible was still the original. And uh, I want to say a couple of others were still the original still the cast. Original. Yeah. But um, the rest of them had moved on but it was like because it was like 2004 or something 2000 yeah they only were the original cast was only there for like a year yeah 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 and that's normal for Broadway that's normal okay Mm -hmm. yeah but so it's a very close second for me and my fun fact about Wicked is that most people will say that either Defying Gravity or For Good are their favorites Uh which are both great Katie have you ever seen it or, or heard the music yeah, so I actually saw it, it sounds like maybe six months after you did. I went in January 2004 and saw it original cast as well. Shut wow. up. <laughs> yeah, because I grew up in Pennsylvania, and so every year we would take a band, and I was in band and choir, so we would take a band trip and a choir trip, and we would always go to New York City because it was two hours away. Wow. Um, so I saw, <laughs> yeah. So yeah, I saw it. I saw it in January two thousand four. Y'all are killing me. Super lucky people here. Oh my god, that's so cool. Well, my fun fact is that my even though I love For Good and Defying Gravity, my favorite song is actually uh, the song the 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 Act Two opener. The Act Two opener. Fuck yeah, called, dude. Uh, yeah. Happy, you know. Uh, yeah. uh, happy uh, for, is what happens when all your dreams come true. Isn't it? Well, isn't it? And I cannot handle myself. I literally wept like a six-year-old child in the shower while I was listening to it. Aww. Because I just love, like, and it's it's all Kristen Chenoweth. Like, yeah. She is somehow able to, you know, make you just, your heart breaks in half when she sings that one line, well, isn't it? Um, And also in the opener of the entire musical, right after um, they go, the baby is unnaturally green, you know? (laughs) And and Kristen Chenoweth's character... uh, Glinda. Jesus, I'm blanking on all the names. Glinda. Is she Glinda or Galinda? At, well, at that point, she's Glinda because she, she... She becomes Galinda. No, no. She was Galinda. Oh. And, but this, at that point, it's still a flashback. She, it's after the she's, fact, yeah. Yeah, so she... Yeah. And she goes, so you see, it couldn't have been easy. Oh, yeah. It and couldn't like, have been easy. Yeah. Oh, music my swells. God. Oh, and then it so swells. Good. Yeah, it's so good. I literally... So that's a close second for me. Uh, but yeah, that's, that's also a great musical. Yeah. So Rob, how are you feeling, buddy? Do you have any questions for your, uh, highly, uh, what's, what's the word I'm looking for? Cultured, uh, friends here. (laughs) Cultured, huh? Okay, Rob, what's your favorite musical? 
I mean... The Book of Mormon, probably. You laughed the whole time. Let's that was be good. honest. If you, I loved the Book of Mormon. That is another thing. Shane was like, yo, do you want to come have a free ticket? And it was a $400 ticket that he gave to me for free. <laughs> yeah. We sat up in like the back corner, but you know, it's cool. Does Shane listen to the podcast? I think maybe. I don't know. I'd have to ask him. He's been out on paternity leave for a while, so I just had lunch with him today. Um, he's a musical fan. I really like the South Park musical episode. Oh, okay. <laughs> the one where it's like the heaven versus hell and the like alternate dimension. No? No one's ever seen that? No. No. So what was your favorite song from Book of Mormon? Haley, you've heard the music, right? Yeah. Okay. What's your favorite song from the Book of Mormon, Rob? I don't know if I can remember any. Hello. <laughs> That's it's like the very beginning, right? Yeah, yeah. yeah. So you won't burn in hell. Like that's one of my favorite lines, just because it's awesome. Um, spooky Mormon. Uh, what's it called? Spooky Mormon Hell Dream or something like that. Yeah, I, I really like with the, the African song that they had. Oh, those made uh, me laugh a lot. Hasadiga Ibawai. Yeah, Hasadiga Ibawai. It's like what? What exactly does that mean? Well, Hasa. Diga means fuck you, and Ibawai means God. So I think it means fuck you, God. (laughs) (laughs) And then that one guy, I have maggots in my scrotum. (laughs) Haley has put her face off camera, so I can't see how she's feeling about Aaron's reenactments. I mean, they're okay. (laughs) (laughs) I feel like this episode would have... Particularly well suited to a YouTube <laughs> adaptation. Oh, it would have. It w- I mean, we still could, although I didn't record it. Yeah, we didn't record it. Too late now. I have some. I have some trivia. If you if you want to do some trivia, let's do trivia. But first, I want to say my favorite song from Book of Mormon is "I Believe." Oh, uh, yeah. That's that's the good one, and the key change in that one's pretty good too. I believe. That in 1978, God changed his mind about black people. (laughs) That's a good line. Uh, Okay. All right. Haley's got some trivia. Okay. So what do you guys think is the highest grossing musical of all time? Oh, this is going to be fun. This, this This poll was taken on August 27th of this year. So it's like, it could be, okay. And not adjusted for inflation. Hold on. Hold on. Oh. We're going to each give our answer. Okay. Uh-huh. Haley's not going to say anything about which of us is right. Okay. And then she'll say... Who's the winner or the loser? All losers. All right. Katie, what do you think? Oh, my guess is The Lion King. Okay. My guess is Phantom. Okay. I was going to say Phantom, but I, 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 it's been taken from me. <laughs> and I think that Haley might ask this if it suited her needs. So I'm going to go with Cats. Ooh. <laughs> that's a good guess. Um, Katie is correct. It is the Lion really? King. Wow. With $1.4 billion. Jesus. Um, I, I have the top five. Do you want okay. me to read, yes. read them off? Yes. Okay. So, In order, preferably, yeah. not randomly. So, <laughs> yes, sir. <laughs> Number two is Wicked with okay. $1.13 billion. And wow. number three is Phantom. With okay. 1.11 billion. Wow. And then number four 
surprising to me is Mamma Mia. Interesting. With 624 million. So those, but but those three, that is a huge gap right there. It is, which is those, surprising. Yeah, those three are dominating this yes, list. Yes, yes. And then number five is Chicago at 593 million. Interesting. Yeah. I would have thought... Because Cats was pretty long running, wasn't it? I would have thought it would have been up there. Yes. Yeah. Um, Interesting. Yeah. Very cool. What would you have guessed before you saw that? I was assuming that Hamilton was up there in the top five, but I guess it, it, not yet, but I'm sure it will be. Um, It'll it'll get up there. I think I... What is it at? Um, I don't know. I'll look it up. But I think I had thought that Wicked was the highest grossing, but Okay. Um, but so I was I was off by just a little bit. Um yeah. You know, reviews for Wicked were not that great at the beginning. They were kind of like lukewarm to positive. Really? Yeah, when it first uh when it first opened, but then What's people the, loved it. Wasn't there like a super high budget Spider-Man musical that was supposed to come out, but then they couldn't get things right, and people kept on getting hurt in production, all that type of stuff. Spider-Man, turn I, off the dark. Yep. I heard about it. Yeah. Um, ugh, I hate it when it's a slideshow and not just, like, a list. You know what oh, I mean? Oh, yeah. That's Don't we all? Fucking they get paid worse. for clicks, and they want you to click that next button as many times ugh, as you can. It's just terrible. It's just terrible. Oh, my God. You know what I we just... should do? Okay, Spider-Man Turn we- Off the Dark. Oh, wait. Spider-Man Turn Off the Dark is number, uh, except they started at the bottom. They started at number 29 and they went back. And so now I'm on 11. So that's, what, 18th? Oh, Highest grossing okay. is Spider-Man Turn Off the Dark at 212 million. So it actually did pretty well even though they had issues and stuff yeah yeah highest Didn't it only run for a couple months though yeah i think so um so that's kind of impressive yeah that and is. then hamilton is right above it at 242 million nice and it's been what a year uh yeah just over a, a year yeah just over a year i think a year and a half yeah Something. Does that count national though because the, you know the hamilton national tour just started whereas those top Five have been nationally touring for a I while. I think it just is counting while it was on Broadway. The show that was okay. on Broadway. Okay. Interesting. Okay. All right, Haley, what, what's up next? What do you have next for us? Trivia. Um, well, I've got, uh, what do you think the longest marathon theater performance was? You mean how, like, like, like one show? Uh, like... Like one troop, oh, did a performance, like the longest marathon theater performance by a team. Was blank. How long do you think that was? Strom Thurmond and the Republican Party, nineteen sixty four, <laughs> filibuster of the Civil Rights Act for seventy two hours. <laughs> That's probably pretty this, close. This is longer than that. Ah, dang it! What? But I'm also I I don't. Uh, yeah, just like how so it's over seventy two. What do you think it wow. is? Wow! Now, now I just don't even know because it could have been six years at this point. <laughs> Did anyone actually watch the whole thing? I don't know this. I'm not sure. Were there candles and buttholes? <laughs> I'm gonna swapped out. I'm gonna say <laughs> no. Okay. I, 
if, it, if seven two isn't good, I'm gonna go for five days. Okay. What is that? Uh, seventy six plus twenty ninety six, and then so one hundred twenty. I should have been able to do that faster. I know that five times twenty four is one hundred twenty. So I'm gonna go for one hundred twenty hours. Okay. Katie, what you got? Um, ninety eight hours. Okay. Oh wow. What's the name of that movie where the rock climber got his hand stuck in the thing? 127 hours. I'm going to go with that, and they did the full reenactment. Interesting. Okay. okay. If, if we were playing by Price's Right rules, then you would all be over. Oh, so it was somewhere between 72 and 98. Yeah. So 73. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Rob and I both said 73. Katie? All right, well. 74. Yes. That's how you win. Katie wins again. Yeah. It's 76 hours, 18 minutes, 25 seconds, and it was achieved by the Lambs Players Theater in Coronado, California from May 8th through 11th, 2014. And what show were they doing? I have no idea. This does not say. I don't I, I don't understand. It just says the longest marathon theater performance by a team lasted for that long. I'm, telling you there were candles involved i maybe okay so now instead of a team what about an individual the longest marathon theater performance by an individual how long did that last okay strom now- thurman filibustering the 1964 <laughs> this civil is rights longer act for 72 hours no Dang, that's longer, longer than yes. 72 hours yes how yes uh how about I'm going to go for 127 hours. I'm going to piggyback <laughs> off of Rob's. Somebody just was in a rock for 127 hours. Great. 73 hours. <laughs> <laughs> Great. Who wins? Rob, what about Rob? Oh, Rob said 72. He's going to Strom Thurmond oh. route. Uh, uh, Katie wins again with 100, yeah. 110 hours. <laughs> wow. Yeah. So how is the individual longer than the group um so he there it was this guy um named adrian hilton from the uk and he recited the complete works of shakespeare in a bardathon at the shakespeare festival from july 16th through 21st 1987 did he remain awake the entire time or did he, he take did no he did he, he stayed awake wow yeah so many days reading that is reciting insanity. the complete works of shakespeare was he even co- coherently speaking at the end? That's I insane. I have no idea, but... I can't even go six hours awake. I know. The important question here is, did he finish? I... That's what she said. Oh, the complete works of Shakespeare, you mean? Yeah. I... Ooh. I'm not sure. Um, That'd be a complete waste of effort if he if didn't he, actually if he didn't complete actually it. Yeah. I, I mean, he's probably still in the Guinness Book of World Records. You know what? It's a complete waste of effort either way, but it's a bigger waste of effort if he didn't complete it. Okay, here's another one. What is the most performances of a theater actor in the same role? How many mm. performances of a theater actor in the same role? I'm going to go with Colm Wilkinson as Jean Valjean. you got to give me a number. Oh, and how many? Yeah. A bunch. Uh, I'm going to go with 150. Performances? Yeah. They do like five a week, yeah. right? And if you yeah. did it for like a year, it's going to have more than that. Exactly. Yeah, that is a dumb 
guess, Aaron. You need to make a better, a better well, guess. You know what? I He's playing the- prices right and hoping that me and Katie go way high. Yeah, pretty much. I'll but give you right, a hint. A- I'll give you a hint. It's in the thousands. Okay. All right. I'm going to go ahead and fail at this one and let Rob and Katie take the win here. What do you say? 1,440. Okay. Wow. That's exact. 1,441. <laughs> How's it feel? It feel How's good? It feel? How's it feel? All right. What is it, Haley? Rob wins. It was oh. 7,221. Rob still wins. 8,820. Wow. Uh, from Jesus. Catherine Russell, who played Margaret Thorne Brent in Perfect Crime from April 18th, 1987 to December 1st, 2008. Since, since the show's inception, she's only missed four nights in the off-Broadway murder mystery. Wow. Doesn't she want to try something new? Isn't that the one that's like a really quirky musical that gets like shitty reviews and they just kind of relish in how bad it is? I have no idea. I have never heard of Perfect I've Crime. Never, I've never heard of that either. Yeah. Like critically reviewed very, very badly. And they just get like enough people to come in to see like the worst show, quote unquote, on Broadway every night enough to keep it running. Oh, kind of like the the room. Like it's so bad that people come in throws to see it. <laughs> I think I saw a thing about that thing once. Yeah. Interesting. Huh. How strange. Okay. Um, do I have any more? Oh, I had I had just a tidbit about because when I was looking up cats, um, okay. that there was a woman who previously held the Guinness World Record for longest standing musical performer. She was in Cats from 1982 to 2000. She was in it for the entire show's run. And, really? Yeah, um, and she started as a swing, which is really? so cool. Yeah, that is badass. And for those who don't so, know, a swing. Wait, can you, can you is, tell us what a swing is? Yeah. So for those who don't know, a swing is an understudy for um, usually multiple role, roles, but it could just be one role. But you can have an internal swing or you can have an external swing, and the internal swing is usually in the ensemble, and then. They're swinging for a couple of like featured roles or leading roles. And so if the featured role goes out, then that swing goes into her place. And then the external swing, who's like not in the show every single night, but she's on call and waiting, um, goes into the internal swing's place. Yeah. So um, I, cool. I was the external swing for Sing in the Rain at Village Theater last Christmas. Yeah. And so I just had to like, wait and twiddle my thumbs and hope that somebody got sick and uh which you actually ended up doing a yeah. lot of performances so right? i went on for i went on 12 times and yeah. um for i learned six different roles and i went on for four of those roles and only wow. one one of them was planned <laughs> the other wow. the other ones were like two hours beforehand they would call me and be like you got to come down to the theater so I so didn't sick. know that you did four of them. I thought you had only done like two. Four is insane. Yeah, four different different people. That's badass. Learned six. Yeah. So who is this actress that was originally a swing on Cats? Her name is Marlena Danielle. 
and okay. it's spelled like Marlene, but it's pronounced Marlena. Marlena. Okay. Yeah. And now, did she ever play uh, any of the leads? Yeah, the she end, was. Or? She she ended up as Bomb Ballerina. Oh, really? Yep. That's awesome. Yeah. So she started Very as cool. swing, and then she was swing for like a couple of different people. Um, and yeah, uh, it's just so cool. <laughs> that is that is very cool. Yeah. That's awesome. Okay, Rob, do you have any questions for us? No. <laughs> have you been just so bored this entire time? I've been trying to resist the urge to color Katie blue with a Sharpie. <laughs> <laughs> that sounds rough. That sounds rough. I've done well so far. But all I'm curious about is, does anyone want to bring up any non... I mean, it sounds like we're all pretty heavy musical lovers here. But does anyone want to bring up any non-musical types of productions that they found interesting or fascinating? Katie and I went to see a live recording of the My Brother, My Brother and Me podcast that I thoroughly enjoyed. Oh, okay. So live recordings of podcasts, I, I like. Now, where do they do that? Do they do that in a studio or? They did it in like an old school theater in Austin, but they like travel around. They do different shows, different places, but they don't tour very often. So uh, they announced that they were going to be in Austin. And the day that tickets Uh were going to be on sale, uh, I was going to be in a different country where Internet is. uh, Non-existent. Not non-existent. It's just heavily regulated. Oh. And so I was, I, before I left, I was like, Katie, tickets are going to go on sale for this thing I really want to do. You have to buy me a ticket. It was the most not. stressful day of my life. <laughs> like, <laughs> literally. You knew. you knew. You were just like sitting there jamming a button. I, um, it was on a Friday. And so, you know, I barely work on Fridays anyway. Um, <laughs> but I spent all morning refreshing the StubHub page. Or whatever page I was on. And then also texting our friend Nora that I'm so stressed out. I'm not going to get Rob a ticket. (laughs) I was like, he's going to break up with me. I'm not going to get him a ticket because I cannot get onto this page. It ended up being fine and I got way too many tickets. (laughs) You got like 30. That's amazing. But it worked out. But it was a fun trip. Would have dumped you had you not got a ticket though. Like that was a, that was a legit fear. That's a legit. <laughs> uh, I think if I ever asked Chelsea to do that, she would deliberately forget because she wouldn't want to go. <laughs> so, like, oh, sorry, I forgot. Oops. <laughs> we got I've... rained in while we waited in line too. Oh, we got poured on. Oh, that's that's no fun. And it was a Sunday night, which was. I mean, we had to take Monday off, which I guess was okay. One thing I'd say, so Rob, you said you you seen some, and I'm now I'm going to be super self conscious. You've seen some Cirque du Soleil uh, shows. Haley's nodding in approval. Yeah, a slight slight approval. Good okay, job. sweet. Good job. <laughs> I didn't fuck up too bad. Um, and I have to admit, probably one of my least favorite things. I actually went to Vegas once with Haley, and my least favorite thing about that trip is that we didn't go see any shows i know and i'm not a big drinker not a big partier not a big anything vegas that's all we did shows Uh. (laughs) and all we did was either eat drink or 
party. Yeah. We didn't party that hard. We, but yes, we did. Let's be honest. Haley partied a little bit harder. <laughs> um, it was, it was Halloween, okay? It was Halloween, and we looked great. We did. We, were, we, were, we had some sweet costumes, but uh, I have to admit, Haley, uh, the next day, I was pretty impressed because I was like, if I were that drunk, I, which you weren't like, you weren't sloppy. No. But, but I wouldn't feel so hot the next day. Yeah. And you, you, you were pretty spry. Did I, I rally? Like. I rallied. You, you rallied. You were pretty spry the next day. It in, was good. In my but youth. we didn't see, yeah, we didn't see any shows. And I, that's something that I feel like I've always missed out on is I've never seen any of those. So what is that like, Rob? It's very weird. <laughs> but in a I, cool uh, way, right? There was a lot of babies or adults in baby outfits. What show doing, did you see? What was it called? Someone's going to be very upset with me that I don't remember. And someone is named well, Haley. Not you. No. The different Haley. A different Haley. Okay. Well, there, there, there are a lot of Cirque du Soleil shows. So, and they all have very strange names. But I just... It, yeah, I don't remember. This okay. was a while ago. This was like last year or the year before that. That's not a while <laughs> ago, but okay. <laughs> There's a lot of drinking before and after the show. Ah, so it's a blur. Impedes the creation of long-term memory. Yeah. Understood. So what about Haley or Katie? Have you seen any like that really stuck out? Yes. Um, I saw Zumanity. Uh, Zumanity. Yeah, which is like the sexy uh, Oh, that's the Naked People show? one? Yes. Oh, yeah. man, that sounds awesome. Me and GW went um, when we were in Vegas, uh, like a year oh, okay. or two before you and I went. Um, yeah. And uh, it was a good show. I mean, it was kind of like a burlesque show, but like you had okay. like topless girls doing some flips and shit and <laughs> like make, I mean, making out in like a big like martini glass and stuff. Interesting. Yeah, it was just, it was very strange, but they did a lot of acrobats too, which is always really cool to, to watch. Yeah. But I was actually in a like knockoff Cirque du Soleil show at Six Flags. Oh, Um, really? Yeah. It was called, um, Cirque Dreams. Kubrala. Yeah. Kubrala. What does yeah. mean? It doesn't mean anything. It's just a bunch of gibberish. Oh. Yeah. Okay. Um, but, well, it's, it actually stands for cooler, brighter, later. And you take the first oh. parts of the words and you smush them together. Um, okay. But I was one of the backup dancers. And so I had, like, nice. I had like crazy costumes and I had, like, a, a moon head and, like, a headless guy costume. And, um, yeah. and, and I, I did my makeup all different every day and uh but anyway we we like shared the same like uh green backstage space with the performers and who were all russian and from like ukrainian and oh that's cool eastern european and yeah um, i went to a bunch of russian parties which were (laughs) crazy (laughs) (laughs) yes there was so much vodka oh my god I know that I'm going to mispronounce this, but just to go back, the uh, Cirque du Soleil show that I saw <laughs> was called Mystère. Oh, okay. Yeah. Mystère. Nice. Okay. Well, you pronounced that right. Now, Katie, have you seen any shows like that? Like either ballet or dancing? Uh, 
Um, Circusy. Well, so I saw the Nutcracker in Houston last winter. Nice. Uh, okay. Which was actually awesome. It was a slightly different take on the Nutcrackers. They did some interesting costumes, which was really cool. Mm-hmm. Um, I think my favorite, and this is going to be a little weird, but I saw one of the last Ringling Brothers circus shows oh, back in wow. February this year. Uh, which was really interesting because it was all the acrobats and, you know, everything. But it was all on ice. What? Um, which was really cool to watch. I mean, because they did all the dancers and they did, um, you know, different, like, almost cheerleader positions where, you know, the girls would go up on guys' shoulders and stuff. But it was all in ice skates. And wow. it was it was kind of intense. Wow. Cool. So I really enjoyed intense. that. That was cool. I feel like Haley and I have almost a standing, uh, like appointment every year to go see the nutcracker together did you and almost then, say date yeah yeah i almost said <laughs> I, date, I was like yeah. date yeah but it's but it's because like we're dragging our significant others along yep i mean i don't think i think the person who hates it the most is chelsea yes um jw likes then, it yeah and then i think jw likes it and then i'm like giddy with joy yeah and i'm uh, like because crying yeah also yeah, yeah. also <laughs> Um, and I once, one time, I, is it drug or dragged? Dragged? I feel like it's dragged. I dragged Chelsea to a non-Nutcracker ballet performance by surprising her with the tickets. So that was my scheme. If I surprised her, she'd have to go. Um, we went and saw a production of Romeo and Juliet, which Ooh. was really like this really weird modern uh, and that was interesting for me because I've never been a part of a modern ballet or even seen a modern ballet. Like a contemporary it, ballet? Yeah, more contemporary. And, like, the music is actually a bit older, but the the production and the direction was very modern. Cool. And uh, I actually enjoyed it a lot. But it was interesting that it was it was a lot – what I felt like it, it was less fluid and more strength-based almost, where mm-hmm. there were just, like, hold – positions that don't make sense to me uh but we're it was really cool um cool and there's no words and so they're doing this entire romeo and juliet with just the music and the dancing yeah and so the the most fun for me was just you know watching it be like okay i think that's mercutio and i think i think that's okay i got romeo and juliet now yeah yeah who's that who's that what are they saying Uh, to each other how are they you know what's what's going on making up a little story in your head yeah yeah Yeah. so it it was a lot of fun yeah Um, now can i do a little bit of couples counseling sure while you and Haley go to the nutcracker every every year is there something that chelsea and jw could do that wasn't like maybe as soul crushing to them. Yeah. Well, so, that- so you can talk about money. <laughs> <laughs> we don't want to make fun of JW, but if when he is on the podcast, his topic will be money. <laughs> um, <no laughs> he loves to talk about financing or not financing. Sorry. Like uh, stock markets and like markets and, which I am somewhat interested in. Chelsea at least knows some things about it and has an MBA, so she is somewhat qualified to talk about it as well. They could do that. That's normally what ends up happening, though, is uh, we'll be out, and Haley and I will start talking about something like that, and they'll start talking about something money-related. Yeah, and JW <laughs> really doesn't hate it. Like He yeah. he, he likes it, and he yeah. I'm not dragging him as much as no. Aaron is dragging Chelsea. Yeah, Chelsea is being dragged. <laughs> 
JW is just like, okay, cool. JW like, sees he, he all my it. productions, no matter how shitty they are. So, <laughs> I mean, definitely if it's uh, like quality, like PNB, Pacific Northwest yeah. Ballet, or anything like that, he'll he's he's down. Yeah, I don't think he has to be dragged. Um, <laughs> he's down as long as it's better quality than yours. Is that what you're saying? Pretty oh. much. <laughs> <laughs> Wow, Rob. That was, That's that what she just said. I would just clarify. <laughs> I That's true. I have been in some shit productions. I will be the first to admit. Okay, but Haley, you also did ballet. Yeah. In high school, right? When did you, like, and and unless I'm mistaken, you would say that as a, a performer, dancing is your strongest suit. Absolutely. And... You would say, and let me correct me if I'm wrong, that tap dancing is your strongest dance style. Absolutely. God, yes. I'm good yeah. at this. Yes, you are. So, so you know literally two facts. You're amazing. My yep. mom was uh, is a ballet teacher, and so yeah. I started ballet when I was like three, and then you know the dance studio was like right around the corner, so I did the whole gamut. I did tap, jazz, modern ballet, point. All the way up until senior year of high school and until I went to college. Um, so what what is your favorite ballet production that you were in? I really like Raimonda. I love... I've never seen that. You should. It's like, It's got really good music and it's a really, um, it's a really interesting ballet. I also really... Close second is Capelia. I haven't seen that either. It's Holy funny. Shit. Capelia is really this. funny. We need, to, we need to go see more so that okay. I can... Up up my ballet game. Sure. Um, now, what was your favorite dancing part in a musical? In a, um, probably singing in the rain. Singing in the rain. Yeah, because okay. that's mainly that's tap some, dancing. Yeah, that's some good shit right there. Yeah, it was fun. Um, I was in the little. It's I think it's called the Little Match Girl. Oh uh, yeah, it's called. Yeah, that one was really good. I loved that one, uh-huh. and I think the reason I loved it is because it was kind of their like off season show. And so they let me dance, like, more than zero. Nice. So I actually did a few twirls, and by a few, I mean six. Do you mean, like, pirouettes or just, like, kind of twirling around um, on the stage doing... S- I think... I think... It, uh, so... Uh, it, it, I never did a chasse. Uh-huh. But it was, like, a traveling <laughs> pirouette. A chenet? Chenet. Is that what it is? Okay. I, yeah. It's like, it's like step, turn, step, turn. Like yeah, you just it's keep a step turning yeah. in one direction. Yeah. Um, I, I know all of my positions still. Good. Like um, first, second, third, fourth, fifth. <laughs> yep. I got all those down still. <laughs> you can count. Hey. I can count. Uh, but I think one of the other things that I loved about it is it's just like we would do – Jacob and I – my brother did it with me. And what was cool is we didn't have to be there for warm-up, but we came for warm-up anyway because that shit was fucking hard. Yeah. And so Why didn't I got you an, have to go to warm-up? Because we didn't dance. Like, our job was to lift people. I see. Like, at a certain time. Mm-hmm. But we were starting to get into it, and so we would start going to warm-ups to get better at, like, flexibility and stuff like that. And we, we actually, I loved, it was a lot of fun. I miss it. It was fun. I still say you should go to a beginning ballet class over at PNB Eastside or something. <sighs> yeah. But here's the thing. I would want to go with a friend. Do you want to be my friend? I'll go with you. Yes. <laughs> Let's do it. Okay. That would be awesome. Because Chelsea would not go with me. <laughs> There's no way. I could never convince her. 
All right. I think we've kind of we, – we've covered a lot of area. Rob, do you have anything else or Katie? It's a bit early for Still Got Nothing. We need to close out. Well, I know it's still got – okay. I, sorry. Yeah. I, hey, so you did the thing. I did, did the, the thing. thing. I did you the trigger. thing. Rob, Rob and I set, us, set ourselves up for Still Got Nothing, and I kind of set him up for Still Got Nothing. Um, Haley, do you got anything? We still haven't done the closing. I know. That's the point. That's what I'm doing. <laughs> Why are you trying to ruin the entire episode? <laughs> okay, so how how do I get into contact with Haley or Katie if I if I want to hang out with them? Do they want to give out their personal information, or should we just say send emails to stogonethan at gmail dot com, and that, we will forward any questions on to the appropriate parties? There you that go. was what I was that was what I was setting us up for. Hop on Facebook, ask us questions. Please let us know if this episode was better than all of the other ones because then we'll stop doing just ourselves and we'll start bringing on actually interesting people. Oh, that kind of (laughs) hurts. Well, Rob, you know that we're interesting, but we're also – we're kind of the same. Yeah, we spent so much time disagreeing in this episode. That's that's true, but at least it's a different topic for once rather than, holy shit, Trump blows. (laughs) We did a little bit of philosophy. That was fun. So we'll have to bring – Katie and Haley back on on other episodes to do some of these things like politics or philosophy if they want to. I'm sure that they'll have different takes. Unfortunately, um, I'm pretty sure that their alignment is about the same. <laughs> but at least you can get a different perspective. We could talk about the mansplaining. woman's perspective. Yeah. We could talk about mansplaining. Yeah. Um, oh, right. That's where, we, that's, that's where men talk down to women, explain things that they obviously already know. Thanks. Yeah, so, that was a joke. Did you see what I did? <laughs> yeah, I did. Wait. Who was I'm counting? Sorry. How many? I'm sorry. I, I don't understand. <laughs> How many times did I mansplain this episode? Maybe we should have like a sound effect ding whenever ding, you do it. Yeah. Aaron. <laughs> <laughs> Can you bad. mansplain to a man? Yes. So Chelsea claims yes. And yeah. I I think I agree with her. It's really just when a it's not when a man explains to a woman, it's when a man being a man explains something in a man way, in that douchey man way, right? Because he thinks that he knows everything and has every because right to take the time to explain. Exactly. To be fair, I already do know everything. <laughs> As we've proven today. As we've proven today. <laughs> Yeah, that's the perfect – and so that's Chelsea's argument too is that it could be anyone because of what Haley in, – in, in the interest of not mansplaining, because of what Haley said. Go back and listen to what she said. Okay, so hit us up on Facebook if you want to chime in. If you want us to have another musical episode, let us know. If you want us <laughs> – Haley's nodding her head <laughs> with the crazy eyes. Uh, if I'm definitely going to add Jack Black for this episode. Good. Please do. Uh, if you want to let us know that this episode was more interesting because the topic was more eclectic, because we had other people on, let us know. I'm sure Haley and Katie wouldn't mind joining us again. And I think Rob and I are going to start doing more guests, at least for the next 10 episodes. Right, Rob? Maybe. Yes. Well, I mean, eight now. Eight now. You're right. Sorry, eight now. 
Um, but it was a pleasure. Thank you so much, Katie and Haley, for joining us. Thanks for having me. I am yes. still excited. Yeah. And, and let's be honest. Katie has told us time and time again that she does not want to do this. <laughs> um, but we have forced her anyway, and I think she's had at least 6% of a good time. Maybe 8%. What would you say, Katie? I mean, I just can't decide if it's you guys or the alcohol that I drink. <laughs> I'm thinking maybe a little bit of both. I don't want to give myself all the credit for being... This episode has been brought to you by Revolver Sidewinder. <laughs> Southwest Pale Ale. Everyone in Texas should drink it. It's very good. It's nasty as fuck. <laughs> Rob and, doesn't know what's good in life. And I agree with Rob. It was probably a good idea to bring katie on to add a third person dynamic so it wasn't just it would have probably just been me and aaron talking about musicals and just no words we would have just been like excited faces staring at each other yeah and i and I, i didn't know that katie was a tech and so that was exciting yeah um we got that perspective oh no i was just saying it's a it's just a different perspective yeah, but it's it's good. Maybe. And don't worry, you know, we'll have musicals part two at some point and um, Rob will know more by then. Yeah, ah. I'm taking it on myself to teach him things. You'll, yes, you'll watch Mary Poppins. At least Mary Poppins. And at least, at least. watch. Oh, and Les Mis. And, you have to watch Les Mis. And you got to watch Cats. And Cats. Oh. 1998. It's yeah. good. Man. This is getting this is getting overbearing. You got to make it's a lot of it's a lot gotta of make, you got to I'll make you a you list. Gotta. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Haley will send you a list. It's your homework. <laughs> Seeing as how I still haven't seen Wonder Woman, we'll know how that goes. <laughs> Haley, do you have anything else you want to add? I got nothing. 